Welcome back to the, uh, the Deliberation Room. Man, what the hell was MTV thinking? Dropping an episode hours before Thanksgiving Day. Like, what are we doing here? Listen, they're lucky that we are at least committed to watching the episode. <laughs> Maybe not so much committed to uh, recording an, uh, a podcast episode right after, but by God, we watched it. Episode came out Wednesday, um, and we were like, yo, we got families. We can't record a podcast. Excuse me, family. Can we uh, leave for 30 minutes and talk about a reality TV show? So it's Sunday night here, and we're, we're, uh, we're going to re- record this podcast. I think it'll be pretty quick. All right. So episode what? Episode seven? Six? What are we on now? Yeah, six or seven. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. The double episode threw me off that one week. So I think, I think we're on episode six, though. So I, I took notes because I knew this, this was going to happen, and uh, it's going to be up to you to determine what the hell my notes are talking about. All right. I have Secret Alliance. Fantastic Four. Secret is Fantastic Four. Uh, I think that was with um, Asaf, Jay, yeah. Michelle, and Norris. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they're like in the room. So like, okay, we're back from the elimination. Everyone's all celebrating. They're all happy. And then these four in the room, and they're like, no one knows we're working together. It's like. Even if we they did, like you're not doing anything, like no, nothing has happened. <laughs> so yeah. I guess what their idea is what that is they are their number ones, even though they have these other alliances that they're in. It's like no matter what, like this is our number one alliance that no one knows about. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway for me on that one was uh Asaf, I think, is the X factor because he seems to be the only one that's working both alliances that are out there in terms of u.s alliance and uk alliance and he seems to be kind of caught in the middle where he has friends on both sides and he can kind of toe the line wherever he feel wherever he feels he needs to be for his game right um but yeah i think at the end of the day it's like yeah these four like they're their main number ones and everything else is kind of uh, a side quest for them basically don't you feel like that strategy just puts you at the bottom of the totem pole for each alliance. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm playing both sides. Yeah, but you're also at the bottom of each side. So yeah, really exactly. On. Yeah, no, no one trusts you at that point, right? It's like all right, I don't know where he's gonna, I don't know where his vote's gonna lie when it comes down to the nitty gritty. Um, and also I think he's at the bottom. Well, no, I I would say so. Out of him, Jay, Norris, and Michelle, I would say Norris is. At the bottom of, of that alliance, right? Yeah, at least same. Soft and Jay like are like they really seem to be like really good buddies back home that no one really knows about. Mm-hmm. And Michelle and Jay are always ride or dies. So it's like Norris, what do you? You're just kind of like the they just needed a fourth member for the Fantastic Four, and you just happen to be here. Yeah, exactly. I think I think they pulled her in because it was like, well, you know what? Maybe you can help us out with that with the Olivia Horacio, you know that that crew uh in terms of the alliance so yeah she's definitely at the bottom in terms of of those four in particular let me think about a soft got me upset because he he's i feel like his his persona this season is all fake he he's trying to be a west he's trying to be a johnny he's over here like i'm the puppet master well put on a puppet show because right now nothing's happening buddy you are not involved in anything except for just yelling when the camera's on you like what what what's going on here like what puppet master what show are you putting on i don't get it like you're not manipulating anybody 
Am I crazy? Yeah. No, okay. no. I think you're 100% right. I think, and for him, he's, he's, you know, you can generally tell, like, when, when your back's up against the wall, you can generally tell who's, like, when they say, like, you know, I'm ready for this. Like, you can tell when someone's actually being genuine and they're not scared of the situation. But I feel like when Jordan came out in that elimination he was in and he was like, I wanted this, I wanted this. Like, dude, you're only saying that because you're not in it. <laughs> like, like if you're oh. in it, you'd be shitting your pants. <laughs> can we talk about... Can we talk about that completely staged opening where everyone's like five of the people are together and they're like, so who do you want to go against? What legend do you want to go against? And they're like, I want to go against CT, you know, or I want to go against Laurel. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) No, you don't. You're clearly like MTV said, hey, sit on this couch and just, you know, just talk about the legends, you know, and that's what they did. It was such bullshit. None of them want to go against any of the legends. Let's be honest. Hey, ask me who I want to go against. Hey, Ray, who do, who who would you want to go against? Danny, from if you Real were put World up in elimination. Danny, Danny from, from Real World, World Austin. Yes, yes, absolutely. He's like oh, 5 Yeah, he's got a he's got a weak uh, orbital bone. Can I can I like go against a girl? I'd rather do that. Can I go against like <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Some of these girls can kick my ass too, so I don't know how I know, but how I'm much like, of a smart move that would be. You know, I'm not like okay, what girl? Here's a fun game. You go into elimination and you have to pick a girl. Which girl would you absolutely not want to go against an elimination this season? This season? Yeah, the kind of the girls that are the, not the legends, but the the cast that's there. Obviously, yeah, yeah, the cast that's here, not the legends. Um, <laughs> you're afraid of getting embarrassed on national TV. Like, what yeah. would make you the most like, oh shit, I have to win this? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sorry, but I think it's got to be Big T. <laughs> like, if I have uh, to win it, like if I have to win it out of all the girls that are on there, I know she's already won two eliminations, but I feel like I could have smoked her in both those eliminations. So, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like if I if I had to stay in the game and I had to pick a girl to go up against, it, it would be Big T. Sorry, Big okay, T. Which girl would you be like most scared she, of? She has a chance to really beat me and embarrass me on national. Who would you not want to go against? Uh, Zara, hundred percent. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. It was Zara. I was like Zara. No, it's Zara. Yeah, it's hundred percent Zara. She would smoke me in any elimination out there. Unless it's Hall Brawl. If there's running involved, I'm just gonna clap and watch. And be like, you got yeah. this, Sara. Like, yep. there's nothing I can do. Um, okay, let me go back to my notes here. I got distracted. Um, all right, we get a scene of Horacio and Norris. They get closer mm-hmm. together. I think we're on board for that one, right? It's starting to work. I'm all for this relationship, man. Good for them. Happy for it. They keep going back to. It. They go back to it like two or three times this episode. I think they're really hammering that home, and and I think it's I think it's gonna work out. I'm hopeful. I like them. Um, mm-hmm. Can you explain the daily challenge? Because you were excited about it. You were like, this daily was awesome. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it was like awesome, awesome, but I thoroughly enjoyed it in terms of the other challenges that we've seen uh, this season. Um, so basically what it was, it was they're split up into three teams and they're basically paying, playing bingo. Um, and the way they played it was TJ would roll this ball with a number on it down into a mud pit. And so one person from each team have to go down into this mud pit and wrestle for it and bring it back to the board until one of the teams completed bingo. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously they had separation, like a gray ball for the boys, black ball for the girls. Um, so 
yeah, I enjoyed it. It kind of it gave me some old school feels with some of the more physical challenges, the more uh, wrestling and grappling, and and we saw a little strategy. Well, I don't know if you want to call it strategy, but just well, more so of. Yeah, it, it happened too late. You think like you know if you had some some savvy vets on this elimination or daily, yeah, you feel like two teams would have teamed up and be like, "Look, we're we're gonna help you guys win this on." The grounds that you don't vote, you don't vote for anybody on our team. Like we're gonna pick blue, and blue is a team we're gonna help you beat. And one of the mess there was none of that. They were all like, "Let's go win!" You know, there was no like real strategy until the end when Ed was like, "Hey, go, go sit on top of that girl for a bit." You know, yeah. So, <laughs> um, like like they knew they were working together, but they didn't pick out who was gonna win. Like they were like, "Let's just work together, and make sure they don't get any balls." But it's like, dude, you got to figure out who's gonna win, otherwise you're just wasting time down there. Um. I liked it too. I liked the, I mean, it really kind of showed like on the girls' side, especially like who's got it, you know? And I think the two MVPs of the girls' side were Zara and who else? Was it Raven? Raven, look, every week, Your girl. Raven is climbing up my power rankings, dude. She went from like a side piece to like number one on my list. She is every week just stepping up. No, I think, uh, yeah, it was Zara and Raven on the girls' side. That's who I had. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Zara was like blowing past everybody. <laughs> like, like if she, she got into the mud pit first, halfway out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like she was just smoking all the other girls. There's no shot there for was, anybody. There were some scenes with like, uh, uh, I don't even know names anymore. What's her name? The girl that was dating Johnny. Uh, where she just like, oh, Mariah. She would get to the water, her hands are in the air, like, well, it's gone. <laughs> like, by the time she gets there, the ball's gone. Um, yep. It was pretty funny. Uh, if you had to pick two guys who uh, were MVPs of this daily, who would it be? Man, I'm trying to think uh, Think back to the episode because, uh, you know, it's been a few days since we watched it. But I would say, I wouldn't necessarily say from performance, but just managing the whole situation, Ed, 100%, uh, the MVP. Good. Yep, because again, performance wise, he was right up there with everybody else. But the way he managed, like the the tanking of it, and like being like, "Hey, we need to get this other team to win." Um, so MVP for him. Uh, and then second, I'm trying to think. I mean, James looked pretty good in that elimination. He figured out quick that uh, that uh, his team was was up against it, and he kind of took it in his own hands. Um, you know, obviously he it didn't fare so well for him at the end of it, but I thought he showed some initiative in that in that aspect. Who who did you have? Um, so let's talk about James real quick, and then I'll give you my two. He actually kind of disappointed me. He was one of those guys mm-hmm. who like you know strength ain't all in this one. You need more than strength. He had a couple moments. I'm not gonna lie, but he really you know for as big as he is, he should have done better. Um, but Ed for sure, Ed dominated and. He uh, seemed to be the intelligent one on the team. Um, Horacio is the other guy who who stood yeah. out for me. So it's Ed and Horacio. And in my notes, I put James is just too big. He's just too big to to win the challenge. You know, he's just, some people are just too big. Yeah, he's he's like, becoming he's becoming more and more of like a like a like a meathead almost. You know, yeah. We're just like all sure. oh, muscle. Let's do this. But you know, the challenge obviously you need a lot more than that to win these. Um, I agree. And hopefully I think he's relying on his alliance with Mariah as well to kind of help him get far. 
Um, during this challenge, we get a little drama between Nerissa and Melissa. And one thing you don't want to do in the challenge house is light the firecracker that is Melissa and get her going. Because she's relentless. She's not quite Amanda, where Amanda will, like, go for your family. and Sports like, Earth. <laughs> oh, Amanda is just different. And trashy, in a way, I don't find appealing for reality TV because yeah. she goes too far. Melissa toes that line just right. And she's got that, like... You know, you know, in Texas, we got these rednecks that are that are kind of crazy. She's like the UK version of that. Like this UK, you don't want to set them off because they might pull out a gun on you type of crazy. Mm. Uh, yep. I like her. I like that. She's like a little chihuahua that's like been trained to dogfight. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I like Melissa, too. And I think that reflects in both of our picks because she was one of the girls for the four that we picked to make it to the final. Right. So there's no question that we that we like Melissa. I think her downfall is she just doesn't have the numbers with her this season. Yeah, she does. Her so, and, are it. and that's it. And as we saw, we'll talk about it later, but I think it's going to be a slippery slope for them moving forward. Um. Well, speaking of Melissa, the champion or the winners of this, they get called on the spot again to pick someone to go in and they they vote for Melissa. There's some drama mm-hmm. there where like Horacio doesn't know where to go and all that stuff. And I like the little Spanish between him and Narice. You know, yeah. like no one or uh him and um Oh I thought it was it? Narice. Was it not? No, it wasn't it wasn't Narice. It was, it was who it was who was on her team who's on his team? Was it Huhui? Um No, not Huhui. Was it Zara? I think it was Zara. Let me look here. Who speaks Spanish on this? I think it was Zara. It was somebody from the UK. But I think it was Zara. Zara. Yeah, I think it was Zara. Um, but yeah, she was basically talking to Horacio like, hey, we need to, like, you need to get with it here. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like yeah. Melissa's not going to save you at any point, so why are you saying her name? I like that. I like that bit. And uh, then we get to the club scene, which they're doing a lot more this year. And I hate that it's like a self-contained club, you know, like yeah, they're not but, out. But yeah. we're getting we're getting some some good bits here. So at the club... As predicted, we said Narice was good for Horacio because it allows him to step out of his shell. And there was a really nerdy moment when I was like, Horacio, it really is just a genuine guy, good guy because he's trying to sound cool, but he just, he's so nerdy. And he's in the confessional. And this is the confessional during his strip dance. And he says, you know, and like, I stepped out of my shell a little bit, you know, and, and showed him what I got. I was like, oh my God. That's so cringy. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Should have what yeah. I can do. It's like, okay. Yeah, good for him, man. Good for him. We get it. You're lucky you're hot. Um uh, okay, Emmanuel. I just again, this is Emmanuel hate hate corner. Give me like give yep. me like I give me an ISO for 15 seconds here. Emmanuel has two or three shots. It seems like he, every episode at the club scene where he's just way overdressed. And he is dancing alone, and awkwardly. The, well, like, since you mentioned that the first time, you you since yeah. the first time you mentioned that to me, now I can't I can't I mean, not yeah. see it. <laughs> like like every time there's like a situation where there's like a party or they're drinking in the house, like they always have a shot of him. Always, never fails. Production knows, production knows what they're doing. Like and look, if you or me are on the show, like I'm not the type of guy who like likes likes to go on the dance floor and like 
and dance. I'd be like him where, well, I wouldn't be like him, but I would, I would probably be like pretending to move a little bit off in the corner. Like, yeah, I'm having fun. Can we please go back home? But he's mm-hmm. not doing that. He's like putting on a performance to an audience of zero. Like he's like thrusting his hips and rolling his body and like doing the shit with his hat, like Michael Jackson. It's like, he's super into it, but like no one's, everyone's ignoring him. They're all having conversations and he's just by himself dancing. Yeah. What a weirdo. Everybody's back's just to him. <laughs> like, yeah. like, no one is looking yeah. at him. Um, all right, I'm done. After the club, Melissa goes to tell Big T her plan, and MTV has to blur out her top because her nipple was out the whole conversation. Did you notice that? I did not notice that, actually. I was watching it. <laughs> and so Melissa is talking to Big T, like, I think we can get votes from Norris. We could do this. We could do this. We can do all that. And the whole time, I'm like, there is just... They're blurring out her 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 nipple right now. She has no idea her nipple's out. No one's going to tell her. That's just a weird sidebar. Um, Not even her best friend, Big T. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know why that was in there because no one even voted for Dries. Um Do we want to go ahead and go to the elimination, or is there? Anything yeah, let's else do it. Talk about? Nah, I, I think we can go straight to the elimination. Or I guess we can we can talk a little bit about the deliberation if you want to. Just kind of like yeah. you mentioned. I mean. Like you mentioned, Melissa and Big T had this plan going into deliberation. They thought they had people on their side. <laughs> and clearly, when it got to deliberation, they they quickly found out how outnumbered they actually were in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, to I don't think anybody's surprised. We kind of knew that from the jump, I feel like, that Big T and Melissa were going to kind of be on an island by themselves the further the game got down the line. They're not in our final four prediction, so we're good. We're good so far. Well, Melissa is. Oh, is she? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Melissa is. Do you have anyone? I hate that there's only going to be one winner, but yeah. if there, if a girl wins, who do you think right now is going to win? I'm still saying Sean with the Zara take, man. I mean, yeah, she's like from an from an athletic standpoint, I don't think anybody's going to beat her in a final. Not any of these girls, at least. I mean, she just seems to have. You know what she said, Wes told her the best advice for the challenge is like get strong before the season starts when she here all cardio just all cardio that's all you got to worry about cardio 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 and i think he's right yeah and that girl can run dude she's she's a beast she's my she's my pick too um we do we have mariah zara olivia and melissa you know if i had we're not allowed to i don't like oh my god i don't like those picks <laughs> Zara's the only one I really like. And Olivia, I guess, but... If we had to make, like, you know, if they gave us, hey, you have waiver wire, you can you can drop someone right now and pick someone up, I would probably replace Melissa with Michelle. Yeah, 100%. I was going to say that. Michelle would be the first alternate if any of these got sick and weren't able to make it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'll just say it, though. Like, I'm happy with Zara and Olivia. I just... I don't know anyone else on the girl side, so we just went with the next two, which is Mariah and Melissa. Like, who else is yeah. going to go? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. I think right. I think hindsight, if we look back at it, I probably would have I probably would have swapped out Mariah and uh, Melissa for Michelle and Norris. I probably feel more comfortable on that for moving forward. Ooh, Norris. Hmm. I don't know just, just because she has the numbers. That's that's the main reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, right now, but it, man, every week, like, 
things change sometimes. Like, yeah, we you're right. Like, not wrong. Fight, like you could be safe, and then you start a fight, and all of a sudden the house hates you, and you get voted in. You know, which is my strategy, by the way. Anytime I was like, if I was on the show, like Ray, you're going in, get ready, and I still have a club scene to get to, and I have a de- a deliberation. Thanks for the. Are you thumbs upping me right now? No, I, I did that by accident. <laughs> um, I uh, I would be. I would be trying to spread rumors, start fights. I'd be like, look, Josh called you a pussy. Are you going to take that? And then I'd walk away to someone else, be like, Josh is calling you a pussy. Uh, he says you won't buck up to him. You know, and just like try to get them two into it. So when it comes time to vote, they're like, I really don't like the way Josh behaved. I'm voting for him. <laughs> you know, I'm doing something like that. Um, anyways, all right. So we get to the elimination and it's, one of the dumbest concepts I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. You have to get in a barrel and roll to your puzzle pieces and bring them back to your board. Mm-hmm. But it's not lined up at all. No, so the, I think the, the puzzle pieces are kind of scattered all over the sand, and there's like this circle that you have to bring the puzzle pieces back to, and then once all the puzzle pieces are in the circle, you can start solving your puzzle. Uh, but they basically had to roll in this like barrel to get to, the, to and from the, the puzzle pieces, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. It wasn't, wasn't a big fan. It was just weird watching. It must have been really hard to edit that to make it entertaining. Yeah, um, 100%. All right, so here's my producer note. If I'm, you know, I'm talking to Kaz before she gets re- Kaz is the girl who's revealed, you know, which, you know, rightfully so. Kaz is one, for two. one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. When she, I saw her in world championships and she smiled and I was like, oh, I'm in love. This is what love feels like. This is what know. it feels like. Oh, this is what I've been missing out on. I <laughs> had a, like, she made me fall in love through a TV screen. She is so damn beautiful and just seems like a really genuinely nice person. And I just, I'm attracted to kindness and beauty and her smile and everything. I'm being creepy about it, so I'm going to stop. Um, but if I'm a producer, I'm like, hey, you look, you got to come in and you got to not smile and wave like you're happy to be here. You got to like look like you're here to like murder somebody. Look like they disrupted your trip. Like this, you don't even want to be here. You just want to kick some ass and go back home. Like you want to be intimidating. You can't come out there all bounce like, hi everyone. Oh, I know you. Like you can't, am I wrong? That was such no, a- No, no. Yeah, you are. So listen, Kaz deserved to be there. By Absolutely. every every right, she's two for two in in challenges she's been to, winning to both of them that she's been in. She's undefeated in eliminations. Like she, numbers wise, she absolutely deserved to be a legend. She is just too nice to be a mercenary. Like, like she was just way too nice. Like the minute she walked out, I feel like Big T kind of had a little bit of a sigh of relief because because yeah. if it was any other girl that came out of there, Big T did not stand a chance. I don't think. Um, yeah, she was just way too nice, man. Way too nice. Like, she was just happy to be there. That's what it was. Like, she was just happy to be there. You know what I'm thinking? You know, for season 40, it seems, hopefully, it seems like it's this this all champs cast, you know? I hope they do this mercenary thing again for people that they can't get to commit for a whole show, and they bring in, like, Howie, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And here comes the Miz <laughs> out for an elim- just one elimination, you know, something like that. Or 
here comes Landon for one elimination, or here comes uh, fucking Theo, uh, Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Theo Vaughn. How funny would that be? How great would that be? Name? Um, Evelyn. Evelyn, Evelyn out, yeah. You know, or Curl comes out. Just like these people who you know you can't get to commit because they're deep in their careers or lives. Like, look, pay them whatever you need to pay them to come out for a week and just, or five days, whatever, and just get them out here for a Like, that would be really cool. Like, could you imagine how much, like, people would be shitting their pants if, like, all of a sudden Kenny came out as a mercenary? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know. Look, scandal noted. Um, yeah, of course. If it's true, it's terrible. I yeah, it's terrible for many reasons. But on a selfish side, it's terrible because, man, I really kind of want to see Kenny back on the TV. I want to see him back on the show. He's done. He's he's done personally. They're done with him. But man, I would love to see him come out for an elimination or something. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I wonder if now at this point, I wonder if everything's like all clear but it's just like that relationship is fractured enough that it's like either side is like am we're good especially for season 40 where if it is the last one on mtv like what are they gonna do not watch the rest of the series like you're done so just fucking bring it back face the backlash and be like oh we're done yeah you already yeah you're already done dude why not him and evan bring him back no him and evan versus like two other people that'd be really cool all right anyways we're doing fantasy to the challenge right now um okay so Kaz actually ends up losing this. Um, mm-hmm. Really boring eliminations. Watching a bunch of slow-moving barrels roll around in the wrong direction. Not yeah. a big fan of this one. What would you have liked to see instead? Not Man, uh, like I'm guessing you're asking, like, what would I like to see with the competitors that were involved? Sure. Um, I would have liked something like you know what would have been fun. You know that one challenge that uh, Wes and or the one elimination that Wes went against Devin in, where Devin eliminated him. It was almost like a tug of war where there's they're both on each side yeah, and the rope right. is wrapped around a pole on the one end, and they basically have to like crawl their way while pulling the other one to like a buzzer or something. Um, I feel like that wouldn't have been bad. That might have been fun to watch because Big T has the size, but Kaz kind of has like the the strategy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I feel like she could dig in the sand and just. Big T could wear herself out. Yeah, that, I was thinking of the weird one where remember when CT called down Josh, and they're on these like this pedestals, and they had a like mm. Peter Pan swing from puzzle piece to puzzle piece and knock them on yep. the ground, stuff like that. You know, just yep. something that wasn't so boring. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you know, props to Big T. She solved the puzzle first and and won. Um, Another, another interesting note is that even though $10,000 was on the line for, for the prize pot, the, the house was pretty split on who they were rooting for. It wasn't like last week when everybody was rooting for Karen against Jordan to win because they wanted that money. This week, the house was a little split. Like, they didn't really, um, you know, they didn't really care if they lost the money. I think part of that, though, has to do with Kaz's friends with all the UK cash, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you kind of knew that was going to happen. So what's gonna happen if let's just say they keep beating they keep beating these these champs? Is this gonna be the longest season in the history of the show if that happens? Like are they just gonna be like, look, if you're in the bottom fifteen of this challenge, you're purged. Like are they gonna have to like what would happen? Like, I don't understand. Like they gotta start sending people home. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think I mean I think the champs are going to be sending people home. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, th- I think they're definitely going to be sending people home. But there's also that third part, the conquest part, right? So I'm sure people will be going home in that section too. And I'm sure That's TJ right. will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure TJ in production will come up with something to send a, a bunch of people home. Like, you know how they have those random like double eliminations and like stuff like that throughout. Yeah, if something happens and they're not, these champs aren't winning, then they're gonna have to do yeah. something. But um, also, it's not. It's like it's from an episode standpoint too. It's like there's still four more champs on each side, boys and girls. Are they gonna have eight more episodes of this? I don't think so. Like eight more episodes of the chaos, right? Like, oh, they're, they're, they're probably going to double up or something at some point, or do double elimination at some point. I hate long challenge seasons. Like, the 19, 20 episodes, it's like, no, just get them to 13 to 15, and let's go. You know? What are we doing? Um, 13 is a sweet spot, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, okay. So, MVPs of the of the boy MVP and girl MVP of this, this episode, who we got? Yeah. Uh, boys got to be... <clears throat> Excuse me. It's got to be Ed or Horacio, I think. Yeah. Well, Horacio's winning. Came out. Got yeah, and he come on. He came out of his shell, Ray. <laughs> he showed. He showed us what he. Yeah, has. he. Showed, yeah, he showed what he has to the whole world. Uh, but yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I'm 100 percent okay with Ed. Um, he's been getting girl- better every week, and it's been fun to watch him just kind of grow on the show and like see what he can do. And he's also, I don't know why he has to yell in every confessional, but he just seems like a good time. He, he's doing good. I like that he's outperforming people every week more and more. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. And then um, from the girls' side, I mean, you got to say either, I mean, I would almost say either Melissa or Big T just because they were being targeted this whole episode, basically, and, and they came out unscathed. Mm-hmm. From from the standpoint of nobody going home and that them two staying intact, so I don't know who would you say from the girl side. Uh, I was gonna say Zara because she just really dominated, yeah. and everyone like there's multiple confessionals where everyone's like, Zara's a beast. Like we'll just send Zara out there and she'll take care of it, you know? Um, yeah, I think you're right, Melissa and Big T won, but most valuable, I would say, Zara. yeah, Zara. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Zara could be the pick every week for most valuable oh, with what she's doing in, in the challenges. So she's uh, she's really attract. Like, I, I, I this is not look. Oh, you know what? Let's give some guys some love. I, I'm I'm over here talking about how attractive the girls are. Let's just say this: Ed, Kylan, Callum, Horacio, all attractive, all hot dudes. Okay, I've said it, but. Zara is really attractive too, in in like a exotic way. There's something kind of like intimidating about her. I don't know, like yeah, I don't, it, I don't know. I think I think her attractiveness attractiveness is more so like it's like a real attractiveness, right? Like it's not like like a lot of these other girls. It seems too fake, right? Like it's not Instagram, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like she seems like like what we see on TV is I feel like what we would get in real life, you yeah. know. Yeah, she seems really, really nice and genuine as well. Um, I will say, they they flash back when they were talking about Kaz and how she's two for two on the show, like winning both shows she was on. I think they said she, she beat Zara by like two yeah. seconds or something yeah. like that. Yeah, really, really close. I think it wasn't two seconds. I think it was like um, it was like twenty seconds or something like that. But still, that's ridiculous in, in a final. I'd be so upset. 
That just shows you how good Zara is. She literally lost by 20 seconds. Do you remember that season when Brad... Oh, what was it? Brad... It was the, in the finals. It was Evan, Brad, and... um. Oh, my God. The Godfather, Mark Along. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark got partnered with uh, Anissa and was, like, literally hours behind. And it came down to uh, Brad and Evan... And they, it was the final thing that they, they, they had to like pull this, this pulley system, pull themselves to the top or something like that. And then they had to go like touch the bell or something and they won. Brad lost by like, it was crazy by like two seconds. Evan just cut him off right at the end and touched. It was crazy. And I just thought about that. Do you remember that season? Vaguely. I, I remember the finalist. I don't remember too much detail about it because it sounds like it was from obviously like mid to early 2000s right i, I watched it over the pandemic i just went through like 10 seasons yeah and it was one of those i think it was the god it was it was, i think it was i keep saying the god it was mark's Not uh like- i think it was mark's last season and he was really just a real gentleman to uh to anisa but oh my god she lost it for him um okay next week it's got to be a guy mm-hmm Who's coming back? Let's look at the champs. Let's see who's. So I think who's left, if I remember, it's CT, Darrell, Brad, and Devin. I think it's left from the guys. We we agree CT is going to be the last one, right? Yeah. I can see either a... Um, I can see Devin potentially, or maybe, uh, maybe Brad. CT, yeah, CT is definitely going to be 100% the last one. I don't see Brad on the... Oh, I do. Brad's, Brad would be a good one. I think it's going to be Devin. That's my pick. So you're saying Brad? Yeah, I think Brad or Devin. I think it's going to be one of those two. But I think you're right. I think it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be Devin to kind of keep uh, keep pace with having legends that are still somewhat have or still have played in some of the newer challenges, late latest challenges, so that the cash kind of knows some of these guys too, right? I'm still bitter. They uh, put Nelly on the world championship season. Nelson over Devin. Like, what the hell? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, maybe uh, Devin just didn't want to do it. No, I think he went on a couple podcasts. Like, I didn't get the call. Like, I was pretty upset. But he didn't want to like downplay Nelson. He was nice about it. He's like, I like Nelson and all. I just I don't know why they didn't put me on there. Yeah. But um, all right, Berna. Hope you go home. Uh, who do you think is going to be the two guys going into elimination? Okay, so the two guys going into elimination. We're making predictions. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be UK guys. I think it's going to be uh, James, and I think it's going to be Callum. Unfortunately, because who who else is left out of the UK guys? I'm trying to think. I, I can't I think have, right now. I have Callum as well. I think he's going in. Um, or Corey, I, I can see Corey Lay going in too. Corey doesn't have any friends, dude. He yeah. even said like he feels so alone on the season. I think you're going in, Corey. Like, yeah, if he doesn't win this next challenge, he's definitely going in. I think. Yeah, for sure, he's going in. Ed's safe. Um, Horacio safe. Yeah, and Jay Jay safe. Asaf. Maybe yeah. Asaf. Maybe Asaf. I can see Asaf maybe getting thrown in. All right, that's it. I'm trying to like see what else we could talk about, but I think we're done, man. Um, 
cool. Thanks for getting on here on a Sunday night and, and talking to me about this. Yeah. Uh, programming note for next week, it'll probably be Sunday night again because I am traveling the end of week, end of this week. So, uh, where are you going? Apologies. Going to Baltimore for a wedding. Ooh, so, leaving cool. one cold city for another cold city. <laughs> cool. It's all right. We'll have fun. Uh, and we'll figure it out. We'll talk. We'll, we'll just do another late, late podcast. All right, man. Sounds good, buddy. Well, until next time, I'm sure we'll see you back someday, but you have been eliminated. What's TJ say? What's his line? Yeah, we hope to see you again. I think is it hope to see you again or something along those lines. I always remember the ones that he tells that to people that he doesn't want to see again, like the hope to see yeah. you never. He says something else and he goes, Hope to see you never, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll see you later. All right, man. All right, how do I stop this? <laughs> I want to make that our podcast sign off.